You are right up my street. Oh, you can't make me choose. I go by Toyota. Sponsors T4. Fuck me, Lee Ryan's 13. I remember we couldn't remember the word for table. This is your Welcome America, the podcast that explains what the bloody hell Brits are banging on about. In every episode, we translate British pop culture for America. And American pop culture for Britain. You're You're welcome. welcome. I am Ben. I am Fraser. Fraser Light Razor. Hi, babes. Hiya. (laughs) So I'll I'll tell you what's done. What's that? Chasing the Saturdays. Oh, thank God. <laughs> thank you for jo- thank you for listening to our spin-off show. You're welcome, America presents Chasing the Saturdays. All ten episodes of the e-reality <laughs> smash hits. I will say of all the kind of weird deep dive spin-offs that we've done, this has been the hardest. <laughs> This was harder than Search for the Next Pussycat Doll, which was also not the easiest to watch. And bearing in mind, a couple of those episodes you did by yourself. <laughs> yeah, so. I did. Oh, yeah. If you really want to hear me lose my mind, listen to the very first episode of the uh, Search for the Next Pussycat Doll. It's me screaming into the void for like 45 minutes about that show. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Never going to do that again. <laughs> uh, how are you? What's, what's going well, on with you? Well, let's start with you, because the most oh, important thing is... Is me? Much like the... I love how like the media kind of reflects on life. Much like Gwyneth Paltrow in trial for a ski accident, you just got back from Gay Ski Week. I have been recognized on ski slopes before. Okay. Well, as a privileged white person, <laughs> I am very much seen by the media. And right now I am Gwyneth Paltrow. He said he was at 40 feet away and colorblind. But you didn't ski in 21 on your ski weekend, right? No, I did not. So I have been in Mammoth. I was at Gay Ski Week. It happened. It happened. <laughs> Where on earth do I even begin with that? So, Gay Ski Week. What happens is a load of gays descend on a ski resort and they ski and party and drink. It's just a lot of fun. So, when we got there, went with our friend Teddy. If you're wondering who's a better skier, it is me. You ski directly into my effing back Sorry. at the top of your lungs. Yes, I did. Okay. I apologize for my bad language. <laughs> Sorry, I realized I was rolling my eyes. I had to make a noise so I could be heard there. Okay, so as soon as we get there, the hardest part of the whole situation, not the drive. We've had endless snowstorms. The drive was fine. We get there, room's not ready, fine. We go pick up our skis, met some lovely gays in line. We were friends with them the whole weekend, went for dinner with them. There was one point I was eating oysters with them. Well, I lost half a day of skiing. Uh-huh. And then a mountain oyster. I know, a mountain fish. Yeah, that's a weird, that's a concern. Not and close to a body of water up in Mammoth. I know, Mammoth Lakes. All to say, we then get a message, the room's ready, we divide and conquer. You go get the bags, I'll get the skis, I'll get the room. I go take the stuff into the room. Okay. Two bedrooms. One of the bedrooms is bunk beds. Oh, like big timber bunk beds. Oh, shit. Can you imagine how, how displeased I was? Ooh. A call was immediately made to reception where I told them the room was inappropriate for two gay men approaching 40. <laughs> and I turned around and I said, and I yelled at him. Um, Did you use those exact words? I said, I, I said, the room is inappropriate for our needs. <laughs> so we changed rooms. The whole weekend was an utter joy. <laughs> it was just endless. You know what? I've never revisited vodka Red Bull quite so much in my life. Oh, you really needed it then. You really needed it. With that altitude, that skiing, (laughs) bloody hell. God, vodka Red Bull is a real wild drink. I feel like you really only turn to that in times of trouble. Well, here's the thing. So the first, no, the second day, anyway, one of the days, what happens is you ski, you have fun, you have lunch. And then before you know it, the apres ski drinks party starts at four, like between four and seven. One of the days... It was halfway up the mountain, up the gondola. So I was then like, wait a minute, do I ski back and change? Do I just ski into what do So I just skied and then went straight to the party. Skied into the party. Skied into the party. <laughs> so by that point, I was like, I need a fucking rock, vodka Red Bull. It's exhausted. Ooh, very Scottish when you said that. The vodka Red Bull. <laughs> I did, at one point, I did talk to a man who claimed he was the fourth richest man in San Francisco. <laughs> And then two skis slide slowly between my skis. And I only <laughs> talked to him because he was drinking champagne and I wanted some of the champagne. Oh, yeah. I, I was saying to you, I felt very skeptical. Fourth richest man to me, it, it really gives that vibe of when you're underage and you say that you're 19 instead of 18 to make it more realistic. Yeah. I felt like 
anything under under third most riches, that's when you're starting to lie. I did mock him to his face and drink his champagne. Oh, but then the champagne turned out to be like a rosé champagne. There was a onesie party one day. Okay. A few people asked me, why are you not wearing a onesie? And I just told them, it's beneath me. (laughs) I just said that to their face. That's tough because I I also hate onesies and that aesthetic, but I, I'm not sure I'd be able to pull off It's Beneath Me. I think I'd just say, I'm not doing that. Yeah. Reminds me of when I worked back in London, when I worked, it was a company at Christmas and they said it was Christmas jumper day. Mm. And I came in dressed normally and I was the only person on an entire, it was the ITV, the whole floor of people. So it was like a hundred people on my floor. I was the only person defiantly just wearing a black t-shirt. I was going to say, that sounds really flammable. One light of a match. Yeah. The London <laughs> studios would be up in and flames. And remember that building. That's You can't escape that building in a fire very oh, no. easily. Oh, the asbestos in that yeah. building. <laughs> and yeah, I just said, I said, I'm not doing it because I think they're ugly, I think is what I said to my boss. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, that's the point. That's what makes them fun. Yeah, no, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. Too, also, also, you know me, I can't, I can't wear a jumper. In an office, too hot. It's too hot. Even in December, even in December, even in LA with the air conditioning on, I can't wear a jumper. No, I can't do that. So while you were gone at skiing the mountain, I had the flu. So I've got literally nothing to talk about. Oh, there was one night where I watched all three John Wick movies back to back. Did you have the flu the whole time? Uh, for a week, a whole week that you were gone. You were gone mm. for the weekend, and then I had a, the flu for the whole week after that as well. Oh, wow. Oh, I did go for an incredibly odd massage <laughs> not so long ago. Because as you know, I'm currently suffering from double tennis elbow. Don't worry about it. It, you know, I like that it makes me sound like a rich old white lady at a country club. Mm-hmm. But basically, I went for a massage at Massage Envy in Glendale. And everything was fine, apart from the one thing that I will say that I'm very annoyed about is that when I went into the massage room, normally you'd think you'd smell like incense, candles, even in a real generic place like that. Just I'd take a Glade plug-in, honestly, with what I smell. I think the guy that gave me my massage had bought his own lunch from home. And I think oh, it was no. like, I think it was some kind of broth in a thermos. And it the whole time he was giving me a massage, which was really nice, the whole room smelt like a chicken and mushroom pot noodle. So I was both disgusted and incredibly hungry by the time it was finished. What color of pot noodle is that? Uh, green. Okay. My favorite pot noodle flavor, oh, the I chicken li- and mushroom. Oh, I like the chow mein one. The you chicken, li- chicken yeah, chow mein? the blue one. Blue one. I'll have, I'll have a blue. Honestly... If I could, if I could, I know they do cup of noodles here and I know that it's kind of the same concept, but I, I would, I, maybe I will be getting my mum to bring me a couple of pot noodles when she comes over. Well, we should talk. What else should she bring us? Well, she always brings me uh, chocolate hobnobs and she always brings me salt, uh, Worcester sauce flavored crisps. I was going to put a request. Oh, I'm going to put a request in Worcester sauce crisps. Yeah. Prawn cocktail crisps. Okay, I'll ask for prawn cocktail as well and, and, and pot noodles. What about ketchup? Heinz ketchup crisps? Oh, I don't, you can't, I don't think you can get them anymore. Well, through customs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they stop you. They've been banned from the US. But yeah, I'll, I'll put an order in with Laura because she's coming again a little too soon, a little too close to last time on her visit. Well, but... so she'll be back in the pod. God, will she? Yeah. On that note, <laughs> let's do some, uh, let's do some feedback. Oh. So if you want to get in touch with us, go to our Instagram, You're Welcome America. You can email us at... Uh, you're Welcome America Podcast at gmail.com. Please rate and review us. Had some great ratings and reviews yes. of late. Really enjoyed those. We do read all the comments. We do. And when we say read, read aloud on the pod. Yeah. So get in touch. <laughs> Guaranteed read aloud if you send one. <laughs> read aloud. You, why, don't you, why don't you start? Uh, Podcast nemesis Michael has been really popping into the comments about our S Club 7 episode. Uh, he actually said he finally agrees with one of our comparisons, and he thinks that Black Eyed Peas at Camp Rock is the U.S. equivalent of S Club 7. Ooh, so he said, no. he said, see, I do send affirming messages. Mm. Oh, and he's also incredibly up for a rewatch of Danny Minogue's Style Queen as a possible spinoff, if we can find that online. I think that footage exists. We need to delve into the ITV2 vaults to find that. Yeah, I feel like we might need to hook up at the ITV archives for that one. Do you think when they were moving out of the London studios and like the basement, like, what should we do with this box? What's it like? And they dusted it off and it said like Danny Minogue Style Queen. They're like, just dump it. Yeah, they were like, and what's this Wags Boutique? Toss it. (laughs) 
And then we always talk about Wags Boutique. Wags the Boutique. Real, a real forgotten treasure. Okay, Tone Ring got in touch, uh, re-S Club 7, and he said that Viva La Fiesta also felt like a single to him, so I looked it up. It was part of a double B-side to S Club Party, which was released before their first al- album. So little gay boy that I was, I listened to the CD single on repeat so many times that Viva La Fiesta, Viva La Fiesta, I can barely say it, felt like a single. Yeah, because I was saying yeah. in my head, Oh, Viva La Fiesta. Bum, ba, dum, bum, bum. Yes. So, oh, Alex Hoover. Don't think we've heard from Alex before. No, this is a new, a new contactor. A new contactor. And Alex Hoover has sent us commercial from 2003. And he asks, did you have gems like this in the UK back in the day? So I think, is it a commercial for like a mix CD? Like it, a now or it something? It is. I'll play okay. a little bit of it. What's interesting about that mix CD, Alex Hoover, that you sent us, those were mainly British or European artists. Did yeah. you notice that? I, know, yeah. I obviously include, include Gina G as a European artist. Yeah, she's, she's, she's of the kind of Australasian-European yeah. connection. She's in the, the Minogue Pact. <laughs> Australia-Asia Minogue Pact. <laughs> Absolutely. Disco drive through just dropped in that he was really shocked by me using the term what's her flaps, which I don't even remember saying or thought that I did say, um, but... He loved it. He said he's never heard this phrase before and he's dying. What's her flaps? Yeah, because I would say, what's her chops? Yeah, what's her chops? What's her flaps? What's his flaps? I do, it's, it's not gendered. I'll do, a, I'll do what's his flaps and what's his chops What's as well. their flaps? Yeah, what's their flaps? It's, 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 it's non-gendered, that one. Okay, Ronnie Abraham. Someone else I think is new. New contactor, a new feedbacker. Ronnie Abraham says, I was in a Tesco I was, as I was listening to this episode. It was the S Club 7 episode. And stopped in my tracks when I heard you mention this. I think Ronnie Abraham got in touch because he... Didn't he take the picture of S Club 7... <laughs> Uh, from the 2015 Bournemouth concert that is on their Wikipedia page. I think that's Ronnie. If not, he said he was in a Tesco and you replied, get anything nice from Tesco. And he said, a quiche and some custard creams. I've been in Canada for five years, so getting all the essentials I've missed, now I've moved back. (laughs) Did Did I reply to that? think so i don't remember doing that was it me maybe it was you Uh oh (laughs) billy got in touch with us our celebrity book of billy official for the podcast he just got in touch with us saying that finally at sweet seven the album by uh, sugar babes is available on spotify Mm. which means that we can now have about a girl by uh, sugar babes on spotify So Wesley got in touch with us and he said, lads, which I liked. (laughs) It's like, more like ladies, but okay. Yeah, gals, thank you. I have a story that will speak to our shared sensibilities. Picture it, night out, Mm. spangly dresses, Mm. pixie lot playing, only in my head. All about tonight. (laughs) I'm outside of a Montreal club, Montreal club making friends. And whenever I meet a British girl around my age, I always bring up girls aloud. It's some nostalgia that only we can get into and they're impressed by my Canadian knowledge of a 20-year-old girl group. Mm-hmm. Except this time, I got schooled. A, girl's tell- <laughs> a girl tells me, as if it's not the most earth-shattering info, that her grandmother was the doctor who saved Cheryl's life during the infamous malaria scare. She has a signed shirt back home from the whole thing. I couldn't believe my ears. I was only four degrees of separation from Derek Hoff. <laughs> I hope this hits as hard as it did for me with you two. I would love it if the, the signed shirt said something like, Thank you for saving my life (laughs) against a little mosquito. (laughs) And then he said, the pod is excellent as ever. You're right. I loved hearing you two sing Some Kind of Rush. Feels like some kind of rush. Yeah, yeah. So good. Tell us how you feel, Wesley. (laughs) Uh, Never enough booty love. Never enough booty love. Love. You know what I mean? So that's some great feedback. Thank you so much for getting in touch, everyone. Love hearing from you. Keep it up. Instagram, email, all the above. Just to our friends and family, if you do direct feedback to us, (laughs) we will not remember to read it out loud. Yeah, our recording schedule is erratic to say the best. We're never going to remember it. Yeah, so just, it's hard when you get like a a text at three in the morning and you're like, oh, that's good. And then you never remember it again. Go through the official channels. And we're back. Today is a special. It's a very special special. When we were discussing S Club 7, we kind of touched on a couple of a couple of girl bands. And we thought to ourselves, do you know what we need to do? Mm. We need to gather together all of these kind of forgotten girl bands that are kind of here and there that, you know, have one single, two single 
you know, maybe even three for a couple of them. People are like girl groups who aren't full topics. Yes, exactly. And not kind of, you know, maybe, you know, not forgotten to us, but maybe have slipped through people's minds. And as we were preparing for that, I did see a great tweet on our Twitter. <laughs> this, this guy on Twitter said, very sarcastically, what this world needs is more podcasts about retro pop music hosted by gay men of a certain age. There are depths yet to be plumbed. And I was like, do you know what? I'm going to take that. He did mention some people and I only know one of them. He said optimistic, spelled like opta and mystic, like mystic Meg, Lauren Waterworth, which I don't remember, Miro, which I don't remember. And then those two girls, which I do remember because it was a pop duo, a girl, a kind of girl band pop duo with Denise Van Outen and another woman. And they have a pretty wonderful song. Mm. I'm going to play it for you. I'll play it for you later because it's not part of our those girl two group girls. special, but it's pretty fun. So what we're going to do is we're going to flip flop back and forth in no particular order, other than the order that we put on our our notes app, which we then shared to one another and just filled in the, the pieces. On our outline. Yeah. So I'm going to start off with Forgotten Girl Group, Neon Jungle. Oh. It's very Vodka Red Bull. It's very Vodka Red Bull. It also is... What year did that song come out? Cause that's, I think it was... That's kind of the... Uh, the To really put it in a place and time, that song came out in, a, in our 20s, right? January 2014. 2014, yeah. That song, I feel like we were really in the, in the depths of our Vodka Red Bull kind of... Uh, London nightlife years. Mm, London nightlife years. <laughs> For sure. Oh my God, I love that song. Yeah, really fun song. I think I met them actually. I think I met Neon Jungle once in the canteen at ITV Studios when I was working there. <laughs> I just read here, the group supported Jessie J on select dates of her live tour. <laughs> Jessie J. Oh, and the following month they performed along alongside Taylor Swift at the annual Victoria's Secret fashion show. What? What? And then later it says they had a, a single called Louder, but so did Parade, who we will get to later. Oh. So that's Forgotten Girl Group, Neon Jungle with Braveheart. I have a quick question for you. Do you have an affinity for that song because of the movie Braveheart? A movie I've never seen. It was uh, a movie that was mainly shot in Ireland and starring Mel Gibson, who is Australian. Wow. <laughs> Braveheart, <laughs> show me what you got, got. Right, who have we got there. next? So I chose to to shine a light on a very forgotten girl group called Girls at Play, and their name is spelt Girls at Symbol Play, and their song was called Airhead. Yeah, so, this song. <laughs> this song came out in 2001. They were a five-piece girl group. And one of the members is Rita Simmons, who went on to be on EastEnders for like a really long amount of time. Oh, really? But the most, there's, there's a couple of things about this song. So the girls at play were kind of weirdly, they were signed to a record label. And then the only two singles they released were produced by Stock Aitken and, and, so like, and Waterman. So that kind of early Kylie sound. But what year was it? 2001. So it's quite a, very late. So that's why that song kind of has a weirdly old kind of Kylie sound to it. And the most important thing about that video is they were inexplicably themed like the village people. Do you remember this? So Rita Simmons was like a mechanic. The main like lead singer girl was like a, a cop. There was someone working in an office... Uh, I can't remember the other two kind uh -oh. of professions. Is there a Native American? No, there definitely wasn't. Uh-oh. But I will say, in doing my research for this Forgotten Girl Group special, quite a few white women doing raps and reggae voices. Oh, of course. 100%. <laughs> there's, there's a few Back to the Islands kind of mistakes that were made in people's careers here. Wonderful. Really fun song. Yeah, that is a good it's song. It's a real, like, it's a real 
boost of serotonin that sung. Uh, just, just, just to double check, I did see here that they their kind of village people thing was they had a cowgirl, a mechanic, a New York City traffic cop, a pilot, and then inexplicably someone was just playing an executive. <laughs> she really lucked out there, didn't she? Business. Sexy business woman. Um, okay, next up, we're going to move to Precious now. There, this is a meteor, this is a slightly meteor topic for a forgotten girl group special, but I think we still have to consider them forgotten because yeah. to us, they're, they have quite an extensive catalog. Now we're going to cheat here because I was saying we need to stick to one song per girl group. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. They did Eurovision. Yes. And they did it with this song. Oh, this is a remix because Spotify's only got so much of Precious. No, this is, I think this is the actual oh, radio. I think this is the radio edit. Let's have a little listen. Say it again. That's Precious, but say it again. <laughs> like, a dick it's like a DJ. It's precious, say, <laughs> say it, it again. again. I would say that's one of my favorite Eurovision entry songs ever. Is it? Yeah. I, I can't decide between that and Gina G. They're my two top two. See, I never loved Say It Again. Oh God, I loved it. You know, I was more into It's Gonna Be My Way. That Swedish that Swedish kind of produced piano sound at the time really got under my skin. Think, 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 yeah, think, it really, think. really got me. So they had their song that no one else really enjoyed bar me called it's gonna be my way on a beach oh i loved it's gonna be my way Yeah, it was a, a kind of a real tropical vibe, wasn't oh, it? Oh, yeah. I wonder if they filmed at the same beach as uh, Natural by uh, <laughs> SL7. Yes, definitely. But they then had another song, which is essentially Baby One More Time. Let's have yeah. a listen. I can deny just what you mean to me. Words can describe it's all in What so, a great song. So, re- yeah, Rewind is, is almost a carbon copy of Baby One More Time, but in a way where I'm like, I like Baby One More Time, so sure, I'll take another version of it. Exactly. Absolutely. Why not? Just a tweak. So, <laughs> just a tweak. Just a tweak. Just Baby One More Time, but like, just a tweak. Maybe if you rewind it, oh, just call it Rewind. Um, so, one of the, the group, one of the members, Anya, she became instructor at Barry's Bootcamp. Yes, I remember in when London. It first opened. Yep. I used to go to her classes. And I, took, I, would, I took one of her classes with you? you as well, yeah. And I would always, like, in, in advance, she'd always, like, tweet, like, any song request. And I'd always be like, play Precious, play Precious, play Precious. <laughs> and then one time she humored me and played a, a dance remix of, of uh, Rewind. <laughs> and also, let's not gloss over the fact that this girl group also features Jenny Frost from Atomic oh, that's Kitten. That's right. And before she joined Atomic Kitten. Mm. So she's really girl band royalty. Maybe she was like, look, we filmed in this beach for the It's Gonna Be My Way video. <laughs> so why, when we do It's Okay, yeah. why don't we drive by that beach? The song that I always refer to as It's Not Right, But It's Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Accidentally. The UK version. <laughs> so next is a song that I picked, a song released by a girl band in 1999. And the girl band was called Hepburn. And the song is called I Quit. I'm telling you now. great song so yeah this is this is such a good song i think this is actually maybe one of the only songs that is known internationally from our thing because it was featured on the buffy the vampire slayer soundtrack oh, I, was gonna, I knew it was on some sort of soundtrack and there's, so there's a really funny alternate video version of the one that we just watched where they've, they've got like vampire teeth <laughs> i quit so this is interesting this song was originally offered to natalie and brulia and she yeah. turned it down and then they released this as a debut single I, th- I think this would have been like a weirdly, this would have been a really good single for Natalie and Rulia. Yeah. Like this would be, I think this song would have actually been up there with Torn as like a, a I, bit more of like a solid one in her discography. Maybe Ablisa would have known who she was. Yeah. 
Ab Lisa. I believe you just brought them up. <laughs> There's not too much to say about this song. I just really love it. I remember, so I think the lead singer was called Jamie. I think she was Jamie. Is that right? Why does that live in my head? <laughs> Hang on. Yeah, look, Jamie Benson. Oh, yeah, Jamie. So, for some reason, I remember her being on Radio 1 and they did like a live lounge thing of this. I bet this was great live. Yeah. Oh, my God. How <laughs> good would this be at karaoke? Yeah, really oh. good. Or another option for Rock Week on X Factor. Oh, yeah, this is a good one. <laughs> this is really, really boring. Their name was inspired by the actress Audrey Hepburn. <laughs> no shit. Done. <laughs> Easy. It's like, we're called, we're a girl group called Paris because we like the city Paris. <laughs> it's really romantic. Paris is a terrible name for a girl band, but I kind of like it. I feel like you could do a good 2000s throwback girl group now called Paris. Paris. Yeah. <laughs> right. Should I do the next one? Yeah. Whoa, this is, this is anti. <laughs> Those vocals were quite interesting. <laughs> Wait, didn't they also have a song called We Like to Party? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I went with, I went with the one that had the most plays on Spotify. Oh, good. I kind of thought that was the. Now, that's the final finished recording. And <laughs> for me, it, it, that song, the way we've just listened to it right now, it makes me feel like I'm a bit ill or I've got an upset stomach. <laughs> it just feels off. Yeah, it needed another pass in uh, in the kind of edit stage. Yeah, <laughs> needed a little twiddling of knobs yeah. to get things just a bit clearer. Smooth, smooth. Yeah. smooth out those vocals. But I actually, I didn't know, Entice were British, right? Yes. I think they, so. Because they very much had a, an American sound. Well, I think that was the point. Right, that's, yeah, they were kind of a... Let me just they were trying to market them as like TLC, weren't they? Oh my god, they had a song also called Telefunking. Yeah, remember that? I remember. 1996 to 1999. Ooh, that was an early one. They clocked up four 20 hit singles. Four top 20 hit singles, I beg your pardon. One album. Yeah. Their names, Donna, Ario, Chantel, and Michelle. <laughs> Michelle. <laughs> Love a famous person called Michelle. Donna. Donna. Donna's a very Donna. funny famous Donna person Donna Stubbs. <laughs> Oh, Donna. Donna Stubbs. Ah, yes, Stubbsy. Chantel. Me. No, not you, Michelle. Chantel. <laughs> Must have been confusion on that tour bus when they're going to the Smash Hits Awards. Right. Where we, oh, God. I see where we're going next. <laughs> so so I picked uh, a girl band. I think this actually was the girl band that inspired the Forgotten Girl Band special, actually. I think so. Yeah. So I, I wanted to talk about the girl band Parade. I love the chorus of that song because it's it's sung as if they're doing a harmony, but they're doing a podcast nemesis Michael's favorite thing where they're just all singing the same note, different and octaves, a, a, a really loud. <laughs> so I'm going to read you the the individual first names of the girls in Parade because I think you're really going to like these names. Well, remember, I I knew one of them. Yes, you you know one Charlesworth, of Charlesworth. The... Someone, Sean. Yeah, you know Sean. I well, I I knew her once. You you, you know remember Sean, but the other girls as well as Sean, we've got Jessica, Bianca, Emily, and Lauren. <laughs> <laughs> Famous person called Lauren. Hiya, Lauren. Hiya, Lauren. Lauren, <laughs> sing a bit louder for me, babe. Thanks. Yeah, they they were in <laughs> that song was released in two thousand and eleven. A great year for me. <laughs> Well, the UK was building up to the Olympics. Yeah, you, you and I always have 2012 as the peak year for the UK. It's never been the same since. Speaking of, one of my friends, Kenneth, sent me a photograph of a receipt from GAY Manchester in 2012. Nine drinks were bought, nine vodka and mixers, and it came to like £9.50. £9.50, that's insane. Yeah. I, I couldn't, I because I tried to zoom in on it when you sent it to me, and I almost thought it was wrong because it was like such a low quality from I whatever know. digital camera it was taken with at the time. The year the UK was peaking, that and the Jubilee. Oh, that, oh, I mean. Flotilla. We're never going to get to those dizzy heights again. <laughs> so yeah, they they were, at, and just just also worth, worth noting that they're, I think I said this when we mentioned them before, but in their Wikipedia page, I really like that they became the ambassadors of women's football. 
no, nothing more specific than that. But well, you know what? The women, women's football team did very well last year, so yeah. they really seeded that victory. And then, yeah, just in a list, they became the ambassadors of women's football, clean and clear, and saint self-tan. <laughs> That's covering all bases. It's like, you gotta, you got to get clear skin, make it brown, go and play football. Yeah. Done and done. <laughs> Thanks, Parade. They also had that song called Perfume, which we're not going to go near. Absolutely Thank you. One of them not. in that video was wearing a turban. Oh. <laughs> a bejeweled turban. Yeah, and that's not the first and not the last time a white person is going to be doing some questionable activities in this list. Okay, we're going to move on to the next girl group from the Forgotten Girl Group special. Like the, the pot that we've got of girl groups. <laughs> One one with dumb. <laughs> stop, stop doing radio DJ announcers. <laughs> and that was the four one one with their new single, dumb. I told you a few years ago when I was in Province Town, we're out. This is like th- four years ago, and we're out, and the DJ. It was like this really fun throwback gay club, and the DJ one one went. Um, this is the new one from Cher, <laughs> and it was her singing. Gummer, 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 It was great. <laughs> This is a great song, Dumb. It it all takes place at a frequency that is incredibly low. There's like a low buzzing noise in the background and kind of the vocals never get above like... It's like... It's very pleasing to the ear. It's kind of got like almost a current day low energy vibe of like a... Mm. (laughs) I hate to throw this out there, but like a, a Billie Eilish kind of low frequency, low energy kind of bop. IDGAF. Yeah, I think I think they, I'd love to know if someone could like sneak, re-release, sneak this song and kind of pretend it was a new song by someone current. This was if a, they could get away with it. This was a big radio hit. I remember it was yeah. everywhere at the time. <laughs> radio hit. A radio hit, eh? Radio hit, eh? <laughs> right. You, where are we going next? You guide us. Oh God. So this is a really. God. You want to talk a forgotten song in well, the vault? It's not even on Spotify. It's not on Spotify. I'm loading up a YouTube clip right now. Uh, it's only available as a low quality YouTube video. So this is. There was a in the year. Uh, I think what, what year was this? This was the year. 2000 i think it was oh no this is the year 2001 there was a girl band girl band really used the term loosely it's actually only two of them i think and they were known they were called ladies first and they're called an english garage girl group so obviously you know we get slightly stuck on the term garage when we're trying to explain garage music to anyone outside of the uk it's not garage rock if you're anyone living in anywhere else in the world it's not rock music in done in a garage it's inexplicably it's kind of a dance style of music that inexplicably was just called garage i don't know why it was called that we never really got to the bottom well, i'm of that. guessing it was like created in a garage i guess it's a di- it's yeah but specifically only in the uk the music created in garages was not rock music it was very specific r&b dance music just look up craig david and then this is one of those songs that i really took to and no one else did it was me and my friend siobhan and we would like play it and no one cared. And they did a, a cover of this 1986 song and made it like a garage cover. Let's play it. In that video, a lot of slouchy stiletto Slink- boots. Slinky and slouchy is the video yeah. theme. Um, if, can you just skip to if you go kind of three quarters of the way through? There's a there's a rap breakdown okay. that I need you to hear. Whoa. Okay, so we'll say one of the things that we always used to criticize, kind of, we criticize girl bands for in retrospect is having the only member of color be the person that has to do the raps. Whereas this was an odd version of that where there's a duo, a white woman and a woman of color, and the white woman does the rap. <laughs> and it's one of my favorite white women raps of all time. Yeah, you know, this is how we do in Zero Two. I would like, I would like your mum to do that rap. I, I would absolutely get Laura to perform that. <laughs> This is ladies first. This is how we do in zero two. Oh my god! <laughs> so that was ladies first. Oh my god! I do remember that song. Yeah, a real weird song. 
Okay, now we're going to delve into the 90s. Oh, for... fuck. I love this song. This song... Yeah, I'm just going to play it. No way, no way. Mana, mana. No way, no way. Mana, mana. No way, no way. Mana, mana. Not today. Wow. Okay. That was Vanilla No Way No Way. I, so I was saying to you as we were listening to that, my favorite bit of that song is it's all kind of sung quite out of tune and a bit strange. And there's just this one member of the band that just goes. If you tempt me with your charms, you can hold me in your arms. I remember on The Big Breakfast, they got obsessed with this song. Yeah. It's like Denise would get up, Denise Van Outen, and she would like perform and pretend to be in the girl group. They loved it. So the most important fact about Vanilla No Way No Way is the music video. So it's filmed clearly at a like a leisure center, like an open air. A Lido. A Lido. It's a Lido. It's filmed at a Lido. And the most important detail is they clearly couldn't afford to close the Lido for the day. So the girls are kind of standing poolside, like performing. And in the background, uh, you can just see like kids jumping in. And it's like, it's like (laughs) very like real people using the Lido behind them. Those are not paid extras, are they? Yeah. People just getting their Saturday swim. Yeah, completely. Like you could tell they had to stop multiple times from like kids dive bombing in and getting the girls wet. (laughs) Yeah. And there's a lot of um, those reflecting boards when the sun hits it it reflects onto them so they look a bit shimmery but they've used them so extremely because it's clearly like a summer's day in the uk which is probably like a you know warm but still not warm enough to be poolside performing a music video but i love vanilla no way no way just purely for that right and then next i picked uh, for the final one of this part i picked uh, the song trouble by shampoo because this is a fucking tune Great song. This is this is also another contender for Rock Week on uh, on X Factor because there's, oh, the there's guitar. guitar work in it, and I think you could kind of you could do this as a cheat, so you could still be kind of pop and fun. This song in the '90s, I feel like was everywhere. I, I think yeah. Americans must know this song. Yeah, it, it did. It made it over to America from what I saw on here. They have some great names, and and Wikipedia's used their put their nicknames in quotation marks, and it's. Jacqueline, Jackie, Blake, and Caroline, Carrie, Askew. Uh, can we just say... It's Jackie and Carrie. <laughs> Origin, where are they from? <laughs> oh, they're from Plumstead in London. <laughs> that, that Plumstead sounds like a fake British... It really, it really does. It really does. Yeah, so they, they formed... It just says they formed in the 90s. We can't get any more information than that. And yeah, they're from Woolwich and Plumstead. And oh, that was it. The reason that this song did make it to America is because... They released it in the UK and then it got featured on the Power Rangers movie soundtrack. Okay. So then they redid a video and it got released like worldwide. Got so it. I think that there's a certain subset of Americans who loved the Power Rangers movie that maybe had the soundtrack on cassette and would know Trouble by Shampoo. But it's really fun. It's a song basically about two girls trying to get home after a night out and they keep like not things aren't working out for them. Mm. And I really like that. I feel like it's the same the same theme that I love in the song Horny by Moose T. Remember? <laughs> that song's all about trying to send an in- send an email through the internet and it oh, got yeah. rejected. And it did get rejected. <laughs> Do you think Shampoo, it's very, it's like a kid's song, yeah. but it also sounds like, Trouble also sounds like fucking B-52s. Yes, it's got, you're so right. It's got a B-52s vibe. And their kind of aesthetic and look, I feel like if like a Gen Z kid found Shampoo, it's like a really solid like their look was perfect for like gen so z good. do you think shampoo trouble and also vanilla no way no way are little like i can imagine charlie x xcx would be obsessed with them yes she could really take some elements of those two songs and, and get them going again well i feel like vanilla no way no way is very her song girls night out yes <laughs> which i love we should write to her and we, we've had some other ideas for songs for her we've, we? we've got yeah i couldn't remember what it was but We've, we've definitely mentioned, oh, Charlie XCX could do something with that. Yeah, Charlie, get on that. Charlie, give us a call. We've got lots of ideas for you, but mainly doing re-releases of Vanilla and Shampoo. 
back. We took a little break so that we could listen to Denise Van Outen's song, <laughs> uh, Those Two Girls, All That I Want. So if anyone needs to listen to that, they really should. And uh, Ben, you are going to carry on with the next Forgotten Girl Band. I am. <laughs> I am. I feel. Oh. I am. I feel. I sometimes think that you forget it. I am. I feel. I got to get away from I was obsessed with this song. I bought their album because I loved Alicia's Attic so much. Alicia's Attic, I Am, I Feel. What year was that released? Let me have a little look. It's definitely 90s. Definitely I, 90s. I had it in cassette. I remember that. I remember my cousin was into them and they were kind of like a slightly cooler alt. Yes. Mm. I felt very edgy when I listened to Alicia's Attic. I liked their, their, <laughs> Alicia's Attic. their look in their video was really fun. One of them was wearing like a, a fuzzy jumper. A fuzzy jumper with, and they both had like raccoon eyes of like smudged eyeliner. And then one of them had real kind of red, like red hair, very Republica. <laughs> it's like 1996. Yeah. It said their platinum selling album was produced by Dave Stewart of the Arrhythmics. Yeah. I yes. do. I do remember liking some of their other songs and thinking they were good. Remember there was <laughs> Alicia Rules the World. Yes. And it sounded like there was a train just going boop, 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 boop through it. <laughs> like mama. I am, I feel. Alicia Rules the World. We are indestructible. Yes. Yes. Wow. What are they doing now? (laughs) Um, What are Shelly and Karen doing? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. This is, this is really the the dream of this episode is all these names. Wait, they're sisters. Shelly and Karen Poole. Uh, Hang on. Karen has been busy. Written hits for prominent artists including Kylie Minogue, Becky Hill, David Guetta, Lily Allen, Sugar Babes. What? Zara Larson, Galantis, The Shapeshifters. <laughs> she did a Lola's theme. <laughs> Please tell me Karen wrote Lola's theme. She did. Fucking hell. Wow by Kylie Minogue. I love that song. Wait a minute. Chocolate by Kylie Minogue. Oh, my friend Leah's favorite Kylie Minogue song. <laughs> Red Blooded Woman by Kylie Minogue. <laughs> So, song from Mutia. Oh my god, she's she's responsible for some amazing songs. I love that she did song from Mutia. What a great song! Oh my god, I love it. So I picked I picked a girl band, and these are their names. I'm just going to read you the list of names. Okay. Jody, Michelle, Anika, Lindsay with a Z, Nikki with two K's and an I. It's girl lots, thing. Lots of spelling. Yeah, I picked girl thing. <laughs> We are the last one standing. standing. That's Jodie Alba in her bucket hat of, of Hollyoaks fame, in her bucket hat, just rapping away in her combat trousers and a vest top. I remember when they came out and they very publicly were like, yeah, one of our biggest influences is this, are the Spice Girls. And it was like the first time I'd heard anyone reference the Spice Girls in, in, as an influence. Yeah, well, because this was, they were formed by Simon Cowell. Um, and it's because he turned down the Spice Girls. So he f- decided to form kind of a... They're meant to be the answer to the Spice Girls or like a reflection of the Spice Girls. The music video for this was, I always found this music video very funny. It's them kind of trashing a wedding. A cra- they're, they're attending a wedding and then they kind of just like stop it. And it's them like backflipping down the aisle when they're meant to be getting married. And then they're dancing on the table. So, so much like Spice Girls. Exactly. We're going to put girl in the in their name and their first video, like Wannabe, where they're like trashing up a hotel. Yeah. We're going to do it to a wedding. But I, I really like how the term that I had. So I remember at the time watching the video and being like, these girls are so cool. Look at them. They're like against this wedding. And then I, when I got older, I was like, what, what annoying behavior at a wedding. Like the, the video at the beginning, they were like sitting in the back of the church and like one of them's like blowing a bubble like bubble gum and one of them's answering their very old mobile phone and the only one that's interested is jody she's like oh but the rest of them were like shoving each other and being like <laughs> and people are shushing them and i'm like yeah it's kick them wedding. out it's a bloody wedding bloody have hell. some respect they yeah i mean ever since watching um fucking what's it called big reunion big reunion season two yeah I feel a little depressed when I think of girl thing. Yeah, they they all had kind of apart from Jody, they all had quite a rough ride after being in in girl thing. They all it was a lot. They had a real tumultuous time considering they only released like two songs. They had a really rough road. I think they were essentially 
there was a lot of like hot air like they were told they were going to be bigger than the spice yeah. girls and then the first single didn't do well and they were essentially dropped yeah they got dropped before they had a whole album made and they got dropped and one of the facts that we always mention about girl thing is that they did originally record pure and simple before hearsay <laughs> they got there first they got there first so they could always claim that they got there first Okay, I'm going to take us on a real curveball Yeah, situation. I didn't know. I still, I didn't know this one when you put this on the list. Okay, if you're any Scottish listeners, buckle up for this. So, okay, you just played me the video and it turns out I did know that song. So explain it. That is a fake girl group called Stinks. And the song and how Stinks spelled. Uh, I think it's a S-T-I-N-X. Of course. So this was a National Health Scotland Health Service non-smoking ad in the, two, the year 2000. It's really good. They had no business making the the fake girl band in the anti-smoking video so good and yeah. making the song so good and the video is hilarious it's basically them chasing after these men and they can't keep up with them because they smoke too much yeah <laughs> why do you keep on running boy and i feel like they whoever made the song for it it's so cleverly done of like they just mashed together like three or four different mm-hmm. kind of max martin songs and used the beat i really want to know i don't want to know who's credited for the songwriting on oh that God, so Good. <laughs> Again, if I were a DJ, I'd be playing that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, who have you got next? Oh, so I wanted to... I don't feel like they, they do really technically count because I don't think they're completely forgotten. But obviously because they were on the big reunion, they're kind of classed in that in that bracket. But okay. it was the Honeys. Most importantly, they, ha- they released a lot of really great songs. But there's one song in particular that you and I are very attached to. Which one's that? Uh, it's the song that appears on the Nutty Professor to the Clumps soundtrack. I like that song, but I think I prefer Won't Take It Lying Down. Yes, but I just wanted to specifically talk about that song because it was on Natty Professor 2, the Clump soundtrack, along with Janet, one of my favorite Janet Jackson songs. Doesn't really matter. Doesn't matter, but the tinky, 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 tinky. I will say that's our second appearance on this where someone references the year and it's in the year's early 2000s. So we had 02 with Ladies First, and then that one she says, Honey's in the year 2G. And we're going to get another one later on as well. <laughs> yeah, well, I think turning the year 2000 was such a big deal. Yeah. So yeah, I love Won't Take It Lying Down is truly like an actual banger. But I also because I'm a big fan of a, you know, a soppy ballad. I love End of the Line by The Honeys. I think it's such a, it feels like a warm hug. Mm. It feels like a, a cup of Ovaltine. Some things you just can't hide. If you want me to go, then say it. Want me to stay, then show it. Wasn't there a member of Honey's that everyone was like, oh my God, she's gorgeous? Yes, but that was that was the member that they that the Honey's got forced on them. Do you remember that on the big reunion they talked about that? So it was the two members of the Honey's that could sing. And then the record label brought in a model and oh. she was she couldn't sing. Like so they would when they did live performances, her microphone wasn't switched on. Oh. And she was just there to look good. And then she left and then they brought in the other, the girl that could sing. And she's the one that appeared on the big reunion when they, when they performed. Oh and what I loved about that big reunion is 
the other two are kind of still music industry kind of, but the one, the member that joined later, she was a working nurse, like an NHS nurse. <laughs> and, the, and the big reunion, they literally were like, she, they're interviewing her and she's just in her nurse's outfit. She's like, oh yeah, I'm a nurse now. And she's like, oh, okay, I'll, I'll join the honeys. And they did like a- I'll sing a song. Yeah, they did like a stadium tour and just, she literally went back to being a nurse afterwards. And I thought that was the most perfect encapsulation of that show where yeah. it was like- it wasn't sad. I was like, oh, she's a completely normal person. Yeah. And she just got to go do the stadium tour. I just, I really, they gave me, when the darkness of, of girl thing on that show, the honeys really lifted me up. <laughs> okay. We're going to go to, oh my God. I love this song so, so much. Or I'll squelch you one. Also the remix of this as well. The P. Diddy oh, remix. The P. Diddy remix. Ooh. No chains to unlock. So free to do what he Oh, the squelchy, the squelchy dream, <laughs> dream song. It sounds like a He squ- Loves Me Not is so good. It sounds like you're in a confined space and there's some squelchy mosquitoes attacking. <laughs> like, tick, 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 tick. I think that the aesthetics of the video of this are so fantastic. It's so amazingly 2000s in a way that, again, Gen Z's should be looking to this video for their kind of current inspiration. I think, like, the TV show Girls 5 Ever clearly looked at that music yes, video. definitely, definitely. It's, it's very kind of pastel colours with, like, neon and, oh, it's so good. Such a good song. And they did the, obviously, the follow-up song that, that only you and I have ever heard of. What is it again? This Is Me. Oh, yeah. That was her, This Is Me. me. And that's also another squelchy, it, it sounds almost like this song, but in a good way. I remember Cribs they did on MTV. You're going to love this reference. I specifically remember watching them perform the new single, This Is Me, and they were guest judges and then did a performance on the Wade Robson, the MTV Wade Robson dance thing. Well, that's fun. And I think the contestants had to do a dance to, to This Is Me. It's me. Lots of like punching yeah. chests, like me. And I'd like, I'd like to replace the song this is me from the greatest showman with (laughs) this is me by dream in the public consciousness perfect done and done i i will co-sign that thank Thank you very much thank you so much my god this next song when we were divvying up who should do song i was like i'm not talking about this this reeks of you what you talking about the song performed by chloe Lindsay, emma and amy is that where they're called clea that's why they're called clea That is an awful song. That song is, this is, I would, I'd go as far to say every song that we've like included on this list, I stand by apart from Download It by Clear. It's, it's a real tough song. It's such a product of the time that doesn't stand up at all. And plug your cable in. Yeah. And your, your floppy disk on. Yeah, it's very, it's very that. It's very like. Gigabyte my heart. Yeah. <laughs> Download to the desktop on the folder on your PC. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, Poor old clear. But I, I, the main thing is really just knowing that the band is an acronym of their names. I like that. That's the one <laughs> thing I am going to give clear. And obviously, their their whole thing is that they were the the girls that didn't make it into Girls Aloud. So mm. they they saw what Liberty X did on Pop Stars, and then on Pop Stars, the rivals decide to try and form their own group. But unfortunately, they didn't re- reach the dizzying heights of Liberty X. And it kind of makes sense. A little, a little bit, um, a little bit cool. Yeah, trying to be cooler we're, than than Girls Lab, but that's yeah. not going to work because yeah. they were already cool. Yeah, back off. Clear. Back off. My next girl group though is Black. Q U E. Well, yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> can you spell that for me? B L A Q U E. Hang on, let me just get some pots and pans out. Find another one. I don't like what you're kicking, son. Now leave. Cause even if I leave alone, I'm good. And even if you come along, I'm good. Don't mean a thing to me, cause I'm good. With or without you. If you wanna play games with me, then I'm good. Say what you do for me, then I'm good. Don't really mean a thing, cause I'm good. With or without you. 
What a song. What a song. Still stands up. So that song, actually, you played me a song from a new girl group the other day. I think I've got it right here, actually. Oh, Flow. Yeah, not that dissimilar. Yeah, no, it's it's very similar to, to Flow. Ah. I love that that sound is back. It's so, that makes me so excited. I know, that's such a good noise. So we, if you ever need to really delve into this song, I recommend listening to our Dark Child special because we uh, we did that with the Right Back At Your podcast and we all picked a song and uh, to talk about and I talked about this song produced by Rodney Darkchild Jerkins. Okay, we're on to our penultimate girl group from the Forgotten Girl Group special. Oof, magoof. Now this is a tough, this is a tough one. So don't, don't play anything just yet. So this is a girl band who I feel so bad for. They, they actually formed in 2006 and they lasted until 2013 what? without ever releasing officially releasing a single through a record label so they they formed through a i think they formed through like a thing in the um a girl band in the stage like right back at the beginning and it didn't work out so the three of them formed this band called the dolly rockers and they just i feel so bad for them because they tried so many different avenues they were appeared on x factor twice and never made it to the studio shows so they they auditioned for this third series and they got to judges' houses, but Louis Walsh didn't pick them. And then what's, what's so like devastating is they actually went again and didn't even make it to judges' houses. They got kicked out of like boot camp. Yeah, so the reason I picked this song so specifically is that they never had, they never, they released one single, I think, which people kind of liked back in the beginning. And then for about four years, they were teasing that they were working with Red One at that real peak Ooh. of like Red One time. And then nothing ever got released. And then inexplicably, they just released a song onto YouTube and th- this Red One song and never released it properly. And like, it was a real play it and then I'll, I'll, I'll talk about it. So this this song came out at the exact same time as Stars Are Blind and the lesser known but more appreciated version of Stars Are Blind, the song that Hayden Panettiere did for Coles. Also, it's got a a touch of Alejandro. Yes. And it's it's very like, I, I loop these three songs into one category, which is white women doing reggae light mm. and it's really troubling there's some accents used in this song that are incredibly inappropriate for for three white women uh, but yeah it, it's just i picked this because it's a sign of sheer perseverance and failure and it, it it's really interesting god i just keep on thinking the whole time they'll be like do you know what girls if we just keep on working hard yeah. and pushing through it's gonna happen 2006 to 2013 that's, seven years of their lives that's rough Wonder how they all voted in the EU referendum. <laughs> <laughs> One more gets a dabadoo. <laughs> uh, okay, I'm going to move on to our final, final girl group with a song I utterly adore. Talking of 2Ks and O2s, this is a real prime one. Here we go. fierce sweet love <laughs> now either the song or their album was called sweet love 2k yeah no that was the that was called sweet love it 2K. was called sweet love 2k so not because obviously not to confuse it with the original because it's a cover such a good song so do you remember when the the anita baker song the sweet love original anita baker song was used in hacks so remember the episode of hacks where she goes to her house, she goes to her house and it's that song is playing on a loop it's this song <laughs> and she's yeah she says like it's her house in in la yeah and she's like yeah i i the song has just been playing on a loop since I was last year, like seven years ago. <laughs> and that whole episode, this song is just playing in the background. I'm in love, <laughs> sweet love. <laughs> it's so good. Oh, what a journey we've been on. We really have. What, what's what been the worst song? Clear. 
do you, do you do you think the Dolly oh. Rockers the Dolly Rockers are clear? You have to pick your your poison out of those two. I think it's Dolly Rockers. <laughs> so bad. So, so you're bad. so you're saying on record that you prefer download it to yes. one more by the Dolly Rockers. At least download it had a little sultry something to it. Yikes, my gikes. What about you? What's your worst? Unfortunately, it's gonna be download it. I'd rather listen to that fake reggae by the Dolly Rockers than wow. listen to download it. Okay, favorite. What's your favorite in the whole list? I actually feel like just in terms of like feeling something, I'm actually gonna go out on a limb and say that the thing I felt the most was listening to either uh, vanilla or shampoo. Okay. My kind of two favorites. I'm gonna say Braveheart's Neon Jungle. Right. No, Neon Jungle by Braveheart. No, Braveheart uh, by, by Neon, Neon Jungle. Jungle. God. <laughs> Uh, it could it could have been it could either be way. It's yeah. just such a good song. Yeah. Super fun song. Well, look, thank you for listening. That was our Forgotten Girl Group special. We will happily take suggestions in uh, in our comments on this episode about any Forgotten Girl bands that you want us to kind of amend and add to the list. I would love to hear hear that. But yeah. bear in mind, do not do not submit Denise Van Outen's Those Two Girls because we have covered it. We now. have covered it on the side. <laughs> <laughs> If you want to get in touch, go to our Instagram, email us, do all the above, and we'll be back in a couple of weeks just to do some more stuff. A couple of weeks, eh? A couple of weeks. A fortnight. (laughs) (laughs) Bi-weekly, bi-monthly. Oh, I don't know. You're welcome. Bye. You are right up May Street. Oh, you can't make me choose. I go by Toyota. Sponsors T4. Fuck me, Lee Ryan's 13. I remember we couldn't remember the word for table.